Welcome to the Building Her Up podcast, a place where women who are longing for Christian mentorship can come to find coaching, instruction, and encouragement to live the kingdom lifestyle. I am your host, Jasmine Ruiz, and today we're discussing the importance of friendships. So stick around. Hey everyone, today is the day. It is the launch of the Building Her Up podcast. I'm so excited to finally share this with the world. It's a calling that has come from a desire I've had for a long time to have godly mentors. I know so many people have great men and women in their lives that have helped them to walk obediently after Jesus in this counterculture world, but I know not everyone has that. I didn't have that for a long time, and so I wanted to fill the gap and come alongside a few ladies that have been walking this narrow path alone. I just want to encourage you, you are not alone in this walk. I'm right here with you, and I want to share all that God has taught me throughout the years and also impart wisdom to build you up. So with that being said, today we will be talking about the importance of friendships. I will be sharing with you three tips on picking out the right friends that you need in your life. Raise your hand if you can relate to being an introvert. I'm a total introvert. That means I can be alone most days and be perfectly fine. Do I have my moments where I need to be around other people? Yeah, of course. Um, And in those moments, I call a friend. I plan a girl's night. You know, I have my meter where it hits red and I know it's time for some human contact aside from my husband. It takes me a while to reach that point where I'm reaching out to people. But I'm currently in a season of life where I'm craving friendships like I have never had before. And I mean friendships of substance. I want friends that will open up to me and vice versa. Friends with that like I I can hang out with and and we can laugh together. We can cry together. No fluff. You know what I mean? We don't have time for that. (laughs) But I feel like I finally have a good group of friends and it feels amazing. Do you know who else would agree with that and say like, yeah, that's incredible, Jasmine? Yeah, it's it's God. (laughs) God loves friendships. We see that in the book of Genesis at the very beginning of creation. God created Adam and he said, it's not good for a man to be alone. So let me make him a helper. So we see that before the fall, which means in a perfect world, God saw one flaw. And the flaw was man's solitude. Understanding God's creation and his intention has always been for human connections, family, friendships, and community. This concept seems so basic, but there is a need for this topic to be highlighted because There are studies that say that as a society, we're in a loneliness epidemic. These same studies show that social connections have a profound influence on risk for mortality and are associated with a 30% increased risk of early death. Now, this part is wild. It also says that loneliness is as lethal as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Now, knowing that information makes it so clear that friendships are a necessity, not a suggestion. Are you saying, okay, great. 
Thanks for sharing that, but I have been trying to make friends and I haven't been successful. If you are, I just want to say, I hear you. I've been there before, but what I hope you see is that because friendships are so vital to our health, that means that there will be a great attack against it. So if we look back at Genesis again, what happened after God made Adam a partner? After the fall, they blamed each other and pretty much wished they would have stayed alone. That was just one tactic of many by the enemy who wishes to keep us alone and isolated. No matter what happens, no matter if that voice inside of you is saying it's safer for you to be alone, listen to me, hear me out. Do not give in to that voice. Remember the voice of the Lord and he said, it is not good for man to be alone. A big lesson that we learn within the context of friendships is dependency. My point of view is that it is hard to depend on God when I don't trust or depend on anyone else in my life. Our relationships here on earth should mirror the one we have with Jesus. So in John uh, 15, 15, uh, Jesus calls us his friends. He says we're no longer slaves, but his friends. And because of that, whatever he hears from the father, he shares with us. And there's this beautiful relationship between Jesus and the father, Jesus and us, and it should be us and others. All that we're receiving from revelations to his love, his word, all of the above, we should be pouring it out to those around us. And that's the kind of friend that we should strive to be, but that's also the type of friend that we should be searching for. One that shares their relationship with Jesus with us. Now that we understand God's heart for connections, let's talk about the qualities we would want to search for in a friend. Tip number one for finding a great friendship is finding one where the other person has a relationship with the Lord. So Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen in the Amplified Version states, as, our, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens and influences another through discussion. The word I want to highlight in that verse is influence. The people we choose to surround ourselves with will will persuade our character and our behaviors. I've heard this message before, but within a negative context. But how powerful would it be to have friends in our lives that persuade us to seek Jesus? When I think about the development of my faith, my mind instantly goes to one specific friend, Jesus began to stir my heart when I was around 18 years old. Um, When I went to school, this was right after high school, so I had just entered trade school. I had met a girl there who was so in love with Jesus. (laughs) Like She would talk to me all the time about him. Um, She was probably, I think she's like three or four years older than me, so she was probably like around 22, 23 at that time. And seeing her faith and hearing what her life was like, I said to myself, I want that. I saw this light in her that I had never seen before, um, especially around people my age. So I saw this light in her and I'm like, okay, I want that. She has clearly influenced me to follow after Jesus and her relationship with the Lord sharpened my relationship with him. It is so necessary to have friends like this because any other friend will make us doubt what God has said and will entice us to sin. 
it's so hard to say no and choose not to sin when we're new or considered to be babies in our faith. You know, babies are gullible. They have no self-control. They really don't know the difference between right and wrong. And that's kind of how we are when we're just starting to live a life for Christ. And to prevent ourselves from falling astray, we need friends to teach us how to live by their words and their actions. Tip number two is to find friends who speak life. The words our friends say to themselves and others are vital because the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18.21 that the tongue has the power of life and death. We continue to see the expansion of this message in Proverbs 16.24 where it says, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet and delightful to the soul and healing to the body. Have you ever had people in your life that are constantly gossiping to you? Did you see so-and-so? Did you hear about what so-and-so did? Can you believe what so-and-so said? I've had friends who would trash talk other people to me. And by the time I left them, I would feel so depleted. They literally sucked the life out of me. I eventually separated, separated myself from them because it was so exhausting. I would leave my time with them knowing about everyone's business, but I never felt like I grew closer to them or had the chance to talk about myself. By that point, I was closed off and I didn't want to share anything with them anyways. I said to myself, if this is what they are saying to me, I could imagine what they are saying about me to others. Trust for me is everything. And I wanted to be surrounded by trustworthy people that elevate me with their words. The other reason why it's so necessary to have people in your life who you can trust is that the Bible calls us to confess our sins to one another. So many of us are struggling with sin because we don't have anyone to to turn to in our lives that we can confide in. We need people with whom we can share our deepest, darkest secrets. It's truly a blessing when we can find people that will listen, who will not judge us, and will say, hey, let me pray with you. That's where the healing happens. That's where the deliverance from sin takes place. And I have this amazing friend. Uh, I meet with her weekly for Bible studies. Um, and I, I trust this girl through and through. <laughs> I've opened up to her and have shared things with her that I haven't really shared with other people. And not once has she judged me. Every time I, I say something like, you know, like I'm struggling with something, she's like, hey, let's let's invite Jesus into this. Let's pray about this. Um, she prays for me. And then sometimes she'll even open up to me and share some of the struggles, like some, some of her struggles with me. And that just allows me to just know that I can trust her because not only is it, it's not a one-sided situation here. Um, so she's prayed with me. She's opened up and she's also corrected me gently. So she's not judging me, but she will say like, hey, Jasmine, let's see what God has to say about this. And she'll lead me in God's word. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Like she's never condemned me or has never made me feel guilty. I feel safe with her. And that's exactly what godly friendships should look like. Lastly, tip number three is to find people who follow through with their words and value your time. I feel like this tip goes hand in hand with finding friends who are trustworthy. If someone does not value your time and follow through on what they're saying, they're going to do, those are red flags. 
those qualities show me if I could trust someone or not. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone tells me they're going to do something and they don't follow through. There's this one particular friend I had back in the day who would say, I'm going to do this for you. I will call you. And she never would. I would make the effort in the relationship and always felt one-sided. I eventually got tired of trying. After that, I, I did miss our friendship because when we would spend time together, we we always had a great time. It was always so much fun. But I had to set this boundary for myself. Her not following through nor valuing my time showed me she did not value me. It took me a while, but I finally said to myself that I'm not going to allow someone to treat me that way. It made me feel as if I'm not important. It, it makes me think about the Bible because it calls us to love our neighbors as ourselves. The older I got, the more I, I, I um, began to see my worth and began to love myself, the more I began to expect from others. The Bible has a um, like a common theme from cover to cover, and the theme is love. We're, we're to love God first and to love others the way God loves us. Once I experienced his love, whew, I would not accept anything less. I want my friends to love me the way that he loves me. It's not going to be exact, but that's that's what I'm striving for, and it's just that simple. As I wrap up this episode on the importance of friendships and finding the right ones, I'm seeing the cycle in my mind. Tip number one, finding a friend who has a relationship with the Lord leads us closer to Jesus. Tip number two, finding friends who speak life begins to regenerate us to life with people who are trustworthy. And tip number three, finding friends who follow through and value our time leads us to understand God's love for ourselves, for ourselves, and in return, we begin to grow in our love for ourselves and others. Jesus tells us in Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39, the greatest commandment is this, to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So I encourage you as you seek godly friends that you begin to live out what you hope to find in others. So that means develop your relationship with the Lord so you can be the light for the next person. Learn how to speak kindly to yourself and to others. And I'm hoping that the Lord's love will allow you to make wise choices as to who you will allow into your life. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and take care.